Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Nerdy Piehead Podcast. Um, I hope everybody's inside. I don't even remember what day lockdown this is. I'm fortunate enough that my job allows me to work from home, so I've just been, you know, scheduling myself to work and scheduling times um, actually when I'm watching TV shows and movies, so I haven't really done them all day or had them in the background at any time. It's just the same time that I would watch them when I went to work is the exact same time that I watch them now, so just trying to keep a overall um, consistency going, especially because um, this is not it's not normalcy. So, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I mean, um, one thing I haven't done, which I have to try to implement more, is is to read more. I think a good book is a perfect ex- escape at these times, as is a good TV series or show. This is why we're here. Um, so, let's talk about what I've been watching this week. Um, like most of you, because it is top ten in Canada. I love that Netflix has a top 10 of these shows, kind of that you see what people are watching. It helps you kind of pick what to watch as well, especially if you want to talk about it because people want to hear about your opinion on it. Um, uh, Tiger King, the uh, docuseries about people that are in love with uh, giant cats. Man, I'm not like... The first thing that happened when I watched this, to be honest, I just thought it was absolutely crazy. I'm just like, holy smokes, like these guys have like hundreds of tigers and like they're in the house, they're all around and it's just like, then you start to realize how much celebrities have tiger, those giant tigers and probably got them from these guys. And it's just like a big, big thing about the South of America and these giant tigers and that people just have them and Sometimes they have them, they love them as when they're cubs, they get too big, where do they go? It's just a whole mess. And then there's murder for hire, and there's two, there's a lady that runs a, um, she runs a, what you would call like a sanctuary for these giant tigers, because what happens is she says, well, she says, most of the people, once they're done with these giant tigers, that baby, t- when they're babies, as soon as they're done with them, they end up um, calling her to take them, and she keeps them in this sanctuary, and then they die. And she charges people a whole bunch of money to come and see them, and that's how they make their living and they profit. And they their thing is that they're not in captivity, but they're still in captivity. The other side is the main guy and another guy. They have them... And she feels that they're locked in cages. But it's mostly, when you look at it, it's just three people. To me, it's three people that are profiting off of giant cats. And it's just, she wants to, she, she's got a business to run. She's got, she's got to pay for it. They have business to run. They got to pay for it. They all involve cats in some form of being captive. Because if... You know, and it's, it comes down to, like, how do you regulate it? Because rich people buy those cats, too, so it's, it's high regulation. And 
Yeah, it's just, it, it's 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 very interesting because I never knew that there was this was a crazy like a thing like big cats were a thing. I I didn't I didn't know. So um, I definitely um, I, I I really liked it. I think you guys will enjoy it as well. So you could definitely check that out. Um, second show movie, not a show. The second movie that I uh, watched was The Platform. Holy shit. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> I watched this movie a long time ago. It was called The Antichrist with William Defoe. And it was probably the most disturbing thing I've ever seen on film. I don't watch a lot of horror, so I can't really go that deep into, like, disturbing stuff or gore or whatever. But this movie was basically, it starts off with um, him and the, the woman that he's, they're, like, they're, this is the Antichrist. This is not the platform. So it's quick. We're going to go into Antichrist. The Antichrist starts off with um, William Dafoe and his wife having sex in the, in the shower. And their infant son, first son, I think, I guess, just crawls out of the crib, crawls, walks to the win- thing, crawls up, and jumps out of the window. That's how the movie starts. And... I guess the it, it gets weird, and then you find out that the she's the Antichrist, the wife or the son. She had the devil's baby or something along the lines. But I mean, she does so much show shit. Like it's crazy. She gets a little bit crazy. There's one scene where he's trying to leave, and she doesn't want him to leave. So. She drills his ankle to the floor. And she like drills a hole in his and drills a hole in his dick and then she has sex with him while he's just unconscious in pain. Yeah, so it was a really interesting movie. And this movie, the platform, it, although not as gory and crazy and weird like that but definitely strikes the same nerves that that movie did. In the platform, it's basically they're in a prison and there's two, there's all there's a bunch of levels and two prisoners on each level. And then in, in the middle is a square cutout. And what happens is they, the food gets placed in the middle and it drops down the levels and everybody eats as much as they can and leaves scraps for the level below them. Um, which mostly means that by the time it gets to like level 20 of 220, the food is done or pissed on or someone shit on it after while it was dropping down, like all types of gross shit. So, you know, there's, it's, it's, and you could wake up on different levels. So it changes all the time. So you just never know where you are. You could start be at level five, eating pretty good. And I end up at level 220 and not see food for weeks. And um, it just showed it showed a man basically break down and resort to cannibalism, which is basically what his um, cellmate told him would happen. And you see him go through it. it it's, it's gruesome. It's gory. It's... They, his thought and attempt to get to the top 
just never happens. And yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's, it's, I can't say it's not good. I can say it's just really, really disturbing. And, um, yeah, that, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, I'm probably the only one in Canada right now that has not watched Contagion again. Um, I think a lot of people are watching, well, we, we're, we're sitting in something that's similar to that movie. A lot of people are watching movies like that just to get a sense of how things happen. Um, even Stephen King's book, The Stand, it starts off and w- with a virus pandemic as well. And he's, re- he's actually put the first... I think a couple chapters up for free for people to read. Um, so, you know, it's like, go your home. If, if you're, you know, if you haven't read it, it's a good book. So I would, I would, I would suggest it, but I'm not reading it. Uh, again, maybe, who knows? I've got time. Um, the next thing that I did watch was, um, what I'm watching actually. I didn't finish this yet. I'm at uh, episode. I'm taking my time because I really am actually really enjoying it. Um, I'm at episode. We're going to be on episode four. It's uh, the letter for a king. And the letter for a king. Honestly, I, 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 I don't. I didn't think it was going to be as interesting as um, it was. It is. I should say. Um, basically, it's about a boy who's, who's I guess, the, the king or whatever of that area. He rescues a woman and her son, and she becomes his wife. And so the son is, like, basically supposed to try out to be a, uh, um, a, he's supposed to be a, um, a warrior, like a knight. And the, all the kids that are in there, they don't really, um, they don't like it because they're, they feel that he's, um, he's, he's basically getting like special treatment and he's not fast. He's not quick. He's not, he doesn't really care. Like he's, he's not basically from royalty like them. He doesn't think about the world fighting like them and. It shows he's not really a fighter, and he's actually probably a lot better than them. That's all I would say, and it's actually absolutely um, a great series. Netflix, they did a great job. Um, think about this thing as, like, it look the look and feel of, like, a Percy Jackson with a little bit of mystic to it. Um, it's got, like, a different houses like a like house of westeros and things so it's kind of got that game of thrones element but there's no gore no cursing you can watch this with your children and i think that's important too like because at the time right now when everybody's home having family time not all the time but saying okay we all have our different things to do for if we have to work or here's some schoolwork or we're gonna do some stuff around the house like continue to do things but when you sit down you have to sit down and watch some things together and I think these are, this is a good thing for a good show for them to watch together um, it's 
based off of um, a book. Um, it's loosely based off the Dutch novel De Brief Var du Koning. So, yeah, there's a, there is a book that's based off of. I don't know if the book is in English or if it's in um, English or in Dutch. Um, oh, the English version was published in 2013, so there's an English version to this book. So, you know, if you're a reader, you can Google search that and check that out. But um, definitely wanted to check out with the family. Uh, what else is happening? Love is Blind got picked up for two more seasons, so there's going to be two more seasons of Love is Blind. Not every, a lot of people watch. I, I actually really I enjoyed it a little bit. It was weird, but I, I enjoyed it. I have not watched um, Self-Made, the uh, Madame C.J. Walker uh, story yet. Uh, I don't know why. I think I just was just... just a little bit of like I got wrapped up in some other shows so I never started it it's definitely one that I'm going to start and I'll uh, definitely post about it because of course I got more shows like I still want to watch the docuseries the Hillary Clinton one for sure um, and there's a couple other shows that have just popped up and putting together a list and um, you know just going through them another show that I am watching. It's called Women of the Night. It's on Netflix too. I uh, definitely want to check out. Uh, it's basically a woman. She looks like she's was like, I guess before was was a prostitute and now she's like the wife to the right hand person, right hand mirror, the right hand to the mayor of Amsterdam, essentially, um, and then she's kind of called back into that world by one of her old friends and then her daughter like it starts off with her going back to the husband and saying that they took her daughter and then it's backtracking the story like so you're learning the story of what happened leading up to that um it's very very interesting um it's an amsterdam it's an amsterdam production so it is uh english dub but you could obviously watch it in its native uh tongue um it's actually pretty good. I'm actually enjoying it. I, I don't want to speak too much about on it because I do like the, uh, the... I could feel like there's a good plot twist and turns in here. It looks like the, it's like the governments are, and organized crime and all these things are all kind of playing a part and trying to cover up and do some stuff. And, you know, and it's... it's yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got very good layers. So definitely want to check out uh, Women of the Night. Um, also, one that I started yesterday on Netflix. I've been on Netflix a lot recently, so it's called uh, "Feel Good." And basically, it's a story about a woman. There's a woman comedian. She meets another woman that night, who's uh, and then they have a deep relationship. And as the relationship's going, she starts to find out that the girl that she met as a comedian had a uh, drug problem and it's just like it was just like they they did what like most couples do minus the moving they kind of like hit it off everything was at 100 percent. it was going super fast they moved in together 
And then she found out that this person may have had a cocaine addiction and was in jail. And it's like you're starting to find out about each other and things that maybe you could have took the time to ask and get to know in a slower-paced environment speeds up because you found someone that kind of, like, breathes life into you. And that's a natural thing. We all know that does happen. So it's interesting to see how they do that show. So I'll definitely update you and let you know how I enjoyed that one. Um, Trying to see if there's anything else that I was was watching on Netflix. Like, it's just... It's just a blur sometimes. Like you just go through. Some shows bleed into each other in my head sometimes. Um, No, I don't think there's anything else on Netflix. So let's move on to... um, I haven't even watched the second Frozen yet. Even though it's there on Disney+. Plus. I'm actually... I think our first thing that we're going to do is we're going to watch Trolls when it comes out on uh, VOD. And that's another thing, too. A lot of movies that would have been in in theaters and are releasing on uh, video on demand. So, I mean, you get to still pay for it. You get to watch it. So so definitely going to watch a couple of those and be reviewing those as well. It's just that, you know, you have to pay for them. So, (laughs) you know, you don't... That's not what you need to spend money on at the moment. So, um... Okay, well, we can go on to this because I think this is very, very important. I um, I was, I watched a show called The Dark Side of the Ring. Um, it's a um, documentary-style show about the ring, the dark side of the ring. Um, the first season talked about um, the Macho Man, um, how they screwed Bret Hart out of the championship. Um, It talked about, you know, just just other things in the ring, the stories that you kind of heard about, but they glanced over and you never really got to... um, hear the the actual stories of these things and the season two I was watching it actually half yesterday and the rest this morning um it was about uh Chris Benoit and um that's the last time I'm gonna say his name in this thing kind of thing but um still it was a tragic story about a probably one of the greatest technical wrestlers ever graced the ring that ends with him murdering his wife and a seven-year-old son and then taking his own life. And to watch it, to watch them talk about it, the first episode, the first, this is the first this is a two-part episode, so watch them talk about it. In the first part, you're kind of like, you know, you understand it, but then to see, like, just his older son that was from another marriage like, absolutely break down just trying to, like, talk about the last moments he was with his family like you couldn't even help it it was such a sad sad part of it and and a lot of it is like they're trying they um they look back at a lot and that a lot of it was talking about steroid use and abuse and yeah there was a lot of steroid use but then they talked about the uh cte um the concussions and how that plays a part in his brain and 
when they scanned his brain, they were they couldn't believe that he was able to function with the amount of damage that he had to his brain. It's a great, um, it's on Crave. I mean, it's a great, super well done, super informal. They don't, it's not really not taking the other side, but taking sides, not taking any sides, but really just like explaining like, you know, like what, what is, what has happened and man, so yeah, definitely something again to check out. Um, I'm actually really excited. I'm gonna watch as much things as I need to watch in the next couple of days because the Ozark is on Friday, and that is my that is my show. So I'm definitely excited about that. We're gonna be talking about that because that one I'll definitely be finishing on the weekend to make sure that we can talk about that because I I absolutely love that show. Um, yeah, this is it. So it's 20 minutes. Let's keep them nice and short, so sweet. Um, again, everybody, thank you for staying home and practicing social distancing, um, taking extra care of yourself. Uh, let's do this. We all are doing this together. Um, I think that's the most important thing. I think we all have to fight to flatten the curve. No matter what you think about what's going on or what conspiracy series, theories you might be going through your head, um, we still have to get through it. And the way we get through is it, through it, through it, through is it. The way we get through it is we get through it together. So it's um, it sucks when you can't do the things that you want to do, but this is a chance for you to actually realize and appreciate when you can do them. I think that's a whole big thing. I think a lot of times I was saying it jokingly, but it's really true. There's a lot of times when people are just like, hey, you want to go hang out and just get a coffee? And we blow them off to stay home and do nothing. And now that we can't go get that coffee, we are having a hard time staying at home and doing nothing. So we need to really take advantage of the times that we have. It's Nerdy Piehead. See you next week.